It's episode 72 of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting across from an amazingly funny local comedian. I'm talking about Tina La Cochina Garza. Welcome. Oh, you said my name perfectly. Yes. Oh, I make sure I do. That was good. Thank you. I actually typically check, too, and I totally forgot. Thank God I passed. No, good job. Good yeah, job. I was waiting for it. I was like, yes. I see it. Oh, no. I looked you up. <laughs> Tina La Cochina, welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. Thank you. Um, thanks for uh, accepting a message from somebody you didn't even know. Like, you I know do what I mean? it all it's the time. Kind of weird. It's super. Uh, that's normal for me. Yeah. That's how I got my boyfriend. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, modern love! I, I, it makes me so happy. So first things first. Mm. Tequila shot. It's room temperature. I hope you don't mind. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Perfect. Tutina. Cochina. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. I don't know what tequila that is. It was a gift. I hope it goes like down it. good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm digging it. It was good. Yeah. So oh, how... he's in his Halloween. Costume. I know. And I and I asked Tina. I was like, I hope you don't mind that I still have my uh, Halloween decorations up. We're having a hard time letting go. Clearly, it's... I love it. I love your animals are like hanging out. Look, he has a split. Yeah. <laughs> She's referring to Opie. So I have to tell you this because you know I like to do research on my guests before they come through. Wait, I, what did you find? I, what do you know? I found Rosa episode <gasps> one. <gasps> yes, two rucas, one cup. That I was, loved it. Tell me about this. Oh my goodness, that's one of the like one of the most famous, uh, famous one of my favorite things that I've done with comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of uh, my comedy friends that I've met through doing open mic invited me. You know, we're, we all write. We're mm-hmm. all writers. And some of some some of us do like um, improv, and some of us are trying different avenues. Well, I was um, presented like kind of like a script and said, "Hey, do you want to just like record it? You know, we'll put it on YouTube and just for fun." Yes. And so we went ahead and <laughs> decorated my apartment and got some cameras. And it was so fun. So fun. And there's actually episode two and three. Okay, good I'm not, to know. Yeah, I'm not on those, but hopefully they record another one and we can, I can do another episode. Because I play kind of of her sister. Yeah, okay. And so um, there's one where they do like the intro. You know how the camera goes like around the table and around the oh kitchen? Oh my gosh, are you serious? There's there We did one like that. Yes! Which, but instead of the music, it's uh, in an accordion. And so... <laughs> And then we did episode one with the two Selena cups. Yeah, that was brilliant. It was so funny. So I'm like, okay, the title has to have some meaning, right? And then, of course, it's over the last Selena cup. Yes, I love Selena with my pen. Yes, I mean, just... I love her. And you could tell in the show, too, or the episode, it was so good. But uh, I could tell right away that you just love being funny (laughs) and just making people laugh. Have you always been that way? I mean, growing up? I, like, I don't think so. I remember being quiet and shy and my mom has VHS home videos of me being super quiet and they would have to like encourage me like, Hey, go, you know what I mean? Like go hit the piñata and go. And I'm, <laughs> you know, I was, I don't know. And then, um, I guess I grew out of it because eventually I want to say maybe middle school or junior high. Um, I guess I did kind of get out of my shell mm-hmm. maybe. And, uh, started being more like of a class clown type 
type of really role. what yeah. a 180 for being super shy <laughs> and a class clown i know but i was it was easy for me like i all my friends are hilarious like i'm surrounded by funny people like my parents my mom and my dad my brother joey he lives in dallas but even over the phone like he cracks me up and i've just been either i was raised or my friends my neighbors everybody i surround myself it just somehow we i bring out the humor in them and we just it's just like bouncing laugh after laugh and and like especially with my mom and my dad they're hilarious yeah growing up yeah yeah because i i grew up with a single mom mm -hmm. so she has like all her type of funny and then when i finally met my dad and then like seeing his humor i'm like oh my god i'm so i'm like that too i say things like that and then it's so funny because I guess you could say it runs like my. I have a yes. family. Family. Yes. I have a sister Joanne too. She's oh my goodness, like uh, the other day we were messing around with Snapchat and one of the filters makes your like your mouth really big. Yes, I've and seen. we I put it on her and I was like, dude, it doesn't even look different. Like that's how <laughs> that's how much we laugh. Like her mouth is always so. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. And my friends, like, ever since I, um, well, my friends encouraged me because it was kind of like a bucket list type of thing. Really? Yeah. When I was going to turn 30 mm -hmm. years old, my friends were like, dude, you got to go for it one time. Like, let's make it, like, let's make it a deal. So, uh, a few of my girlfriends and my coworkers at the time, they were like, let's go. We'll, we'll get some tables. We'll all, you know, encourage you. We'll clap. We'll laugh. You yes. Know? So. I think I saw this on YouTube. Is that yeah, Chuckles? It, yes, yes. It used to be called Chuckles, mm -hmm. but it's the Mesquite Street Pizza. Mm -hmm. um, they they still have comedy shows there, and they still have open mics on Thursdays. Okay. Um, which I love going. That's a really good audience. Um, Do you perform in open mics? Yes. That's okay. actually where I practice. Okay. I have to practice because I write, and then sometimes it, it, it doesn't flow with like my other material, yeah. so I'll have to go in front of... Um, an audience and kind of try out some new jokes. It, it's 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 hard because you have to gauge the audience. Sometimes what yes. what a pizza crowd it finds funny when I go and do it at another bar or whatever. Um, yeah, it's not the same vibe. So it just depends. I really have to like know when to throw out like what material. So. Mm -hmm. No, there's more to it than just standing up and oh, yeah. on a stage and telling jokes. And open mics um, give me that opportunity to like practice, make mistakes, and you know, even if I have to cut myself off and be like, okay, that's it, I'm bombing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just cut myself off. You know? Yes. No, that that's um, excellent that you're using it as an opportunity because to me, you're seasoned, but even still, <clears throat> you're like, no, I, I still want to go in there and and yeah. uh, and hone and like perfect. Yeah. So the first time, because you said that you it was a bucket list item, and that <laughs> friends and family were like, "Yo, let's make this happen." Yeah. Tell me about it. So. Um, yeah, I mean, first time ever to perform. First time ever. Crowd. Oh I had already God. had. Yeah, I already had some stuff written down. Like I had jokes about being raised with a single mom. I had jokes about being from Robstown. Mm -hmm. I had jokes um, about being young and shy and overweight and just, you know, girl. Well, like every teenage <clears throat> girl ever. Yeah. Few exceptions. So I had all of these written down like on a, on a little note card. And all of us were, I had a, we already pre-gamed. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Yes. How do you, how do you prepare I for something no, like this? No, I, we, all my friends, we had already gotten together at my, my apartment and kind of hung out. And I was so nervous. I remember my mustache was just sweating the whole <laughs> time. <laughs> 
And but my love, love for lips. I know. But I love my girlfriends. They're super supportive. They always encourage me and like really they give me a lot of jokes because they're like the things that they say and we come up with and when we're all together, like there's nothing like girl mm, absolutely the stuff that we say and come absolutely. up with, right? Yes. So, Whenever there's not no distractions, it's yeah. just y'all doing we your let, thing. We let it all out and it's yeah. hilarious. So um we ended up showing up at um at uh, Mesquite or Chuckles at the time and what year was this? Um, well, I just turned so hey, it's five girl, years happy ago. Bir- happy birthday! <laughs> I'll be thirty-four next month. Happy birthday! Happy early birthday! Cheers! Yes, cheers! Well, so I I end up I like signed up where I could be like really last so. It starts like at 9 p.m. and it was already like, okay, we gotta call the last <laughs> okay, one. I see what you're doing. I, see I what try you're to put doing. it off as much as as long as I could, and finally I get up there and um, man, it was so fun. It was like a rush, like no other. I, wow. I can't even describe it. I got up there and you could just tell by my voice. I was like, it was shaking like it is now because I'm nervous. No, you now. sounded good. You, <laughs> no, you sound good now too. Trust me. If, if uh, you sounded excellent, well, man, this girl's doing well. It, for it first was. Time. It was like. A, I think it was more comfortable because I had been going there. I had been invited um, with some other friends that had started doing open mic, and they encouraged me. They were like, "Dude, you're you're funny. You're silly. Like, just go up there. It doesn't take anything. Just." If it doesn't work out, you know, you do your five minutes, you get out, you get off. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they get that's five minutes. Oh yeah, they'll, like the they'll flash you. Five yeah, they ever. turn on the little flashlight on your cell phone, and they'll be like, "All right, get off the yeah. stage." <laughs> um, so, well, they'll give you a little warning, and then and mm-hmm. then you'll have time to say your like your last joke, and then get down. So I was up there for like ten minutes. They had to like turn off the mute, turn on the music to like cut me off. Are you serious? And, yes. Okay, but that means you were killing it though. Well, it just so happened that. Um, I had like a like a ex boyfriend in the audience. Oh, no. So, but I mean, he was he was cool. He okay. was a friend. Okay, good. and and I ended up roasting him. <laughs> okay, that's fucking awesome. because so, you didn't prepare for he that. Was, shit. Yeah, it was he was a good sport about mm-hmm. it, and we're we're friends. Mm-hmm. So it it just it made it easier to be on stage. Like it was the comfort of my friends being there, and I could yes. talk about girl stuff, like funny stuff, and then transition to just roasting him and him being a good sport. So we were all laughing and. It was the, like, my 30th birthday was so fun because it was bucket list. It was like, and then it, it was like. That's fucking <clears throat> incredible. But it's kind of like a, like a, like a starting point because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to say like I've been doing comedy since then because I, I just do open mics. I go up there, do my five minutes, um, and here and there I'll write new material. But <clears throat> I want to say about a year ago is when I started hosting. And so I feel like. Just a year ago, I really actually put in effort into booking gigs and booking talent and working wow. on working on my my. I actually lost my book, my my notebook full of You're everything. Kidding I've me. Yes, Where, I lost it. How long ago? At, at one of my at, at exchange, I it was at, it was during an open mic. I just set it down. <sighs> And someone jacked it. I That's the only it. thing I can yes, think. I Somebody can fucking think. jacked that yeah, shit. I know. Oh my god. I know. That's okay. I... That's okay. That was the old oh, Tina. Oh, you're bringing up old shit. That's Tina. From I the was. Past. I like. I stressed out because I had like. Not only did I have like old jokes or jokes that I was working on that I hadn't really said out loud. Mm-hmm. I had like like account numbers and passwords and just everything. 
Oh, girl. Like, props to you right for now. having it, like, in the written form. Because I'm, I'm old school like that, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. okay, digital's fine. But... So everybody's like, you learned your lesson? And I didn't. I, <laughs> I, I got a new notebook and wrote it. <laughs> no, to me, there's that's really something to be said in yeah. this modern day and age that, sorry, the cat just jumped over the other. What the? Dude, your cat was at the Cowboys game. Oh, my God, it's true. He's uh, selling autographs for 25 bucks a pop if you're interested. <laughs> I love it. It's all Halloween spirit. It, it black really cat. Is. All my animals are black. <laughs> I, it, we did not plan it. We found them all. But, uh, yeah, I, I have respect for people who, who do things the old school way in terms yeah. of, you know what I mean? Like writing down ideas and sketching whatever kind of thing. To yeah. me, it's, it's more personal. Well, I go back and I have to cross out stuff and move things around. Mm-hmm. And um, I talk about, like, you know, being from Rob Sound, and then I transition to talking about my mom because, you know, raised in Rob Sound, single mom, and then I go into my dad jokes. And so I have like a system, and then I lost everything. Along with, I think it was more of the the accounts and passwords that I was like, I can't believe I like was so careless yeah. with just leaving it around. But oh well. No, don't be hard I'm on o- yourself. I, I took it very hard. I'm over it. I don't even know why we're talking about it right now. <laughs> so move the fuck on. Yes. Got um, it. Oh, man. But I got a new notebook. And so I'm writing new stuff and I'm working on um, new things. I was hosting at um, Nuevo Cafe. Yeah, tell me more about the hosting. That's when I started. I, I, I was just hosting an open mic where I invited poets. And musicians. Okay, so it's that anything goes. It open was mic. yeah, complete okay. open mic. At, um, but there was a lot of construction going on right there, and um, there I was working with two of the owners, and one of them passed away. Oh no! I know it was horrible. So it was hard for me to like. It just didn't work out after all. But that actually started me getting comfortable being behind the mic and hosting and. Um, talking to others and going to other open mics and looking at other uh, um, artists or comics and seeing what you know what we can do because I like to have um, to set up my shows so I try to do them in advance so mm-hmm. I'm the host now for the exchange show uh, comedy exchange and yes um, that's so cool Max Richards was hosting it and he had been doing it for a while and he would get me on I would get on a show or I would have a guest spot and then um, when it didn't work out at Nuevo, he was like, do you want to go ahead and take over this? And so that one was a, an actual comedy show. Yes. So I've been doing that now for a while. And so I've been booking, you know, comics from Houston, San Antonio, the Valley. And I'm just trying to, like, get local comics and then bring the ones in surrounding areas down. So I just had a How show. How cool is that? <clears throat> just had a show last Tuesday. And, and before that I had a show in Kingsville. So I'm just kind of like moving around in this little area. Yes. Um, it must be so fun and exciting, right? It Cause is. it's like every night's different. It's never the same. It isn't. My, my, my friends are the ones that kind of encourage me. Hey, it's open mic coming out. And mm-hmm. even last night I missed it and they were calling me, where are you? You should be out here. You know, I have a show coming up and so I should be working on it. So my friends really keep me in line. I, I love, yeah. I mean, They're the, the ones that invite me too. Sometimes I'll fall off. Like I'll, you know, just get busy with you. Remember I was telling you how I have these other gigs, you know, I, I do um, these other jobs and, and during the day. And so when, by the time I get home, I'm like, ah, cause comedy is usually late at night mm-hmm. and like my show is on Tuesday nights in the middle of the week at yes. 9 PM. Oh, so it's thank hard you for, for me. Being here. <laughs> do you have to do that after this? No, 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 no. Okay. It, it's the last Tuesday okay. of the month. Cool. So, 
November 26th. Mm-hmm. Like before Thanksgiving. Yeah, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Um, that sounds really fun, actually. Yeah, so like if you have family in town, yeah, bring them. Come by. <gasps> okay, what a cool idea. Okay, yeah. What, at what time? 9 p.m. Okay, 9 p.m. at the exchange last Tuesday of the month. Yep. The Comedy Exchange. The, the it's at the exchange, oh, okay. but the show is called Comedy Exchange. Perfect. Yeah. Um, uh, the the show because it's usually the last Tuesday of the month, but the show in December we're moving it up a week because of Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then it'll go back to the regular schedule in January. So yeah. I'm already booking comics for. How do you get <clears> tickets? Twenty twenty. Um, I promote on my social medias, mm-hmm. which is Tina La Cochina, and then um, you can buy them at the door with okay. me. The other comics that are on the show, they have tickets to sell. So, like, let's say you know one of the comics, they can sell it to you or you can get tickets with me. So, yeah. Right I, on. Yeah. So you host it, but are you also performing? Yes. Okay. So I usually do the first five, ten minutes. And then every time I introduce another comic to come up, I do a couple minutes in between just to... Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah, you're emceeing. Yeah. Yeah. So I try to squeeze one in. Mm. To, <laughs> Good for to, you. You're I the try. Host. I try because uh, it's hard to juggle because there's nobody behind the soundboard. So I wish I could have uh, somebody like do music in between. I'm surprised you don't. Okay. I know. You don't have a buddy that would be like, sure. I need to. I need to set that up. Yeah. Where? Because I like to have music. I want everybody to like pick their songs. So like when I go up, it's Bitty Bitty Bomb Bomb. <laughs> and then when I come up again, it's La Macarena. I love that way it. I can have different dances every time I go on stage. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So what's your style of comedy, would you say? Um, For right now, I feel like it's really personal. I, I, I really just talk about myself and... Um, That's the most... You talk about what you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. I, um... I don't really talk, um, like, political. I don't really get any, like, controversial. I, I want to, though, because mm-hmm. my my colleagues, they joke about things that are current, mm-hmm. and it really connects with the audience. And so I really do want to, you know, go where I'm uncomfortable. Yes. And, and, Ooh, I love <clears> that. Yeah. I know I'll grow as far as like my writing, so mm-hmm. I need to push those boundaries. It's just um, I'm one of those like I want to make everybody happy, and I don't want to upset anybody. Absolutely, or, and I, yeah. I I relate to that. Absolutely. So it, it, sometimes I'm like, man, I don't know if I should say this, but then I'm like, if I knew if I was in front of my friends, I would blurt it out, mm-hmm. and I know it's just between us. So mm-hmm. I need to get a little bit more comfortable and. I have a few that have gotten some booze or like, no. Hey, but that's okay because you tried. It's like a learning experience because it might land with another audience. That's the beauty of of a joke like that. Man, I I can't think. Being a comedian, right? I mean, you're touching on things that do make a lot of people uncomfortable. I mean, even being, I don't know, like like the girly stuff, you know? Like you and your friends are fine talking about it, but other women, it might make them cringe, you oh, know? it does, I, sure. But I love it because I feel like it's just so free. It's so true. Like, you can't... Have you been to a show? No. And I'm like, I, I, I haven't gone to like any comedy shows. How it's did been, you find me? It's been years. Uh, well, a another comedian, Ray Too Funny, told me about you. I'm like, how did I not know about you? <laughs> shout out Ray Too Funny. Yeah, shout out Ray Too Funny <laughs> because I'm like, yes, this is a leading lady, a freaking comedian. So do you remember the first joke that you ever wrote? Oh. Because like, when did you decide like, okay, I'm going to start working on this? You I, know? 
I think because I what I do like to watch is like the old school stand up. So mm-hmm. like I like um like Ellen stand up. I really like Ellen. I like Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes so, is great. Okay, so we're talking females. Yeah, well, very just, good. Yeah, I, like just oh, I I I listen to all the guys too. Mm-hmm. You know, Chappelle and Louis C.K. and and a lot of the ones that are on Netflix right now. I hate so much that Louis C.K. is a creeper because he's actually pretty hilarious. Oh, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's but funny. But just know that all men are creepers. So mm-hmm. it's just you have to accept <laughs> that. There's a lot of truth to and that. And then and then deal with the ones that actually do it in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. But. So, what were we talking about? <laughs> I think the shy kicked in. No, no, no. Well, because I, I said, uh, what, um, what's your, like, what was the first joke? Do you remember the first joke that you, like, wrote down? Oh, yeah. And what made so, you decide to start working on that? I like, think... in written form. Oh, I think... it's one thing to be, like, off the cuff, right? Like, yeah. Like, quick, quick, quick. And then to, like, develop a bit. Yeah. Ugh, I think I was so thinking, cool. I was thinking about, like, the first, the first type of material I had written down was my childhood. And I remember thinking like people are gonna ask like how did you even come up with your stage name because when i, I signed was up, about to ask you that. <laughs> when i signed up i felt like people were gonna ask like where did where did that nickname come from and mm-hmm. i mean it rhymes so it's catchy but like i um i remember being younger and in school and getting bullied i mean everybody has a bullied story whatever yeah but i have i have a birthmark on my face and so when I was, I, how cool is that? I, I love like birthmarks. a triangle. I love birthmarks. So I have That's like freaking awesome. I caked on the makeup, so you probably no no. Oh, I didn't notice it at first, but I'm like obsessed with birthmarks. I think yeah. they're so beautiful. I love it. So yeah. Well, I uh, so I would get teased like Tina Lacochina, you didn't wash your face. It's like dirt on oh. your face, and it's right next to my mouth. So yeah. <laughs> so like, come on. I know. So um, I guess around that time, middle school, junior high is when. I, you know, started playing sports and getting a little bit more active and social and just, you know, you laugh with them. Yes. And that's when I transitioned to maybe like a class clown type mm-hmm. of person. And it just, you know, it was Tina Cochina. Yeah. Like not even, don't even think about it. I'm not even offended. It's nothing anymore. Wow, that's but awesome. Because you're taking your power back. That's freaking <laughs> awesome. Yes. But I think it, it's silly. It's crazy because I think people hear Cochina and think a different way they're like oh stage name mm-hmm. like what strip club or like Cochina <laughs> you're dirty in what way I'm like no dude yeah my face I got bullied because my face looks dirty <laughs> like hey it's try not it's to make it sexual thinking. yeah yeah it's all wishful thinking like oh Tina what's yeah. up Tina so oh I remember God. people telling me like man that you're you're now that you kind of you know are doing comedy and you use that as your stage name, you should put that on stuff. So I was like, man, I want to put it on underwears. I want to put it on bibs. I want to put it on socks and shirts. And so my friends, I have um, friends that are artists, and they kind of like drew up some sketches, and they were like, you should put this on a t-shirt, and you should put this, and I'm like, y'all are so talented. Yeah, and they're hooking you up with it. That's what's up. So I, so as you, like, you can, you can find my stuff at The Exchange, hanging up, you know, for sale. You can find my stuff at um, Galactic, the smoke shop. Mm -hmm. I have panties for sale there. Are you serious? Yeah. How do I not know? This. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> no, I'm like, I already need some merch. I so do. it's cool because like these local, like my friends, they're they're from Robstown. Um, Anias Hakis, um, Samantha Rubio. 
I have um, Eli from Red Giant Prince. I have I have these like friends that are so talented and they're like, hey, you should you should do this with this, you know, and things that I didn't even think about. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just doing open mic for fun. And then I end up making like a comedy family out of it. Like that, yes. I made so many friendships. We go out of town. We do writing sessions together. We've just like grown. Writing sessions? Yeah. What's a writing session? Yeah. It's when these comedians come together and um, usually there's drugs and alcohol involved. Yes. (laughs) Really get this creative juices flowing. That's what I'm talking about. And then... And then we write and laugh and joke. And How cool! But the, think about just that. bouncing things. Yes, off I mean of you're each literally other. having a good time, relaxing, unwinding, yeah, trying and then to perfecting your craft, working on your craft yeah, with friends. How fucking cool is that? Yeah. So uh, you know that developed and um, meeting other other comics from out of town and. There's this thing, you know, about comics. I don't know what it is, but there's this thing about other comics. So we kind of have that, like, hey, you know, <laughs> I know mm. you. <laughs> you know me, I know you. So we we try to. I, we're also busy, of course. We all have like daytime jobs, mm-hmm. and we try to maintain life and still try to squeeze in comedy and make it to open mics and try to schedule writing sessions with other comics so we can work together. You know, um, I've never really done improv, but a lot of my friends are like trying new things. Yeah, um, improv is a, a amazing. Lot of places, yeah, a lot of places around town are like open to open mics and improv and little things like that. And like um, my friend uh, Sarah Simon and Raymond Cabrera, they all they go to um, like Greenlight. Um, oh, neat! Yeah, they have like a nice little stage area where you can like set up. And I've done a couple of shows there. At the one uh, Southside. Yep, Southside okay. and the one downtown. They've okay. done shows there too. And then I have my friend Brandon Dolly in Kingsville, and he's booked me for a couple of shows out there. Um, the the friends that I did Rosa mm-hmm. with, like, I loved it so. I much. know Javi Luna, Andy Gomez, Daniel Torres, um, Jacob Rodriguez. Like they all like it's so funny because we all we all know each other. We've all like gone on stage. You know, we signed up, and we all know. Some of us even have each other's material memorized. It's funny. Oh, y'all are fans yeah. of each other. Yes. Okay, that is I, <clears throat> yeah. that is fantastic. Like, uh, y'all, you just sound like you have a really awesome, like, like group of supporters and friends yeah. and peers and everything. That is just amazing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So the first joke you ever wrote. Oh yeah. We never remember? got to that, right? <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I'm loving this because it's well, like all culminating I think, Okay. Into... So let me think. I, I love. Okay. So probably, you know, I lost my notebook, but I want to say just. Probably one of the first jokes I wrote. Let me think. Let me think. I probably haven't even said this since the first time I went up on stage. Yes! I remember saying a joke about how I was young and so insecure. I still am. But oh god, yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. It's like even in our well, 30s, I developed right? early. Like I had boobs at like 11, you're 12 years old. I was woman. I was a full woman. I'm super tall, so I got <laughs> you are tall. Yeah, I I get confused for, mm-hmm. and I was only like 10, 11 years old. Yeah, and it's a like, lot to handle. Yeah, so I remember like not being like if I were to jump in the pool. I don't know how the joke went. I can't even do it because I'm already... I have a shot in. I don't drink. So... Are you kidding me? 
Oh, thank you for telling me that. Oh my god, I would have just topped you off. Okay, cool, 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 cool. You good? You too late now. I know, I know. Jesus, you should have. Like, you should have told me. I feel like my cheeks are really red. Um, but I remember the joke went like, um, I remember I wasn't popular, you know, when I was young, but I remember my mom getting me this. Uh, 24 count Crayola box and it had like a built-in sharpener Ooh, and yeah. all of a sudden guys were all hit that or, sharpener though yeah and I remember jumping in the pool and I could never wear like a bathing suit and I remember I had a joke like jumping in the pool and I had like a, I had the one piece Plus, like, a big old t-shirt, like, that I stole from my big brother. Mm-hmm. And jumping in the pool, and then when you get out, like, it's all stuck yes. to you. And I was already developing. You have to, like, pull it off your skin, and it makes that stupid mm-hmm. sound. Mm-hmm. And just, oh, man. I, I, I remember just making jokes about being young and, like, Yeah, because all we can all identify. Literally every person in the world, man, like, I wish I had my this. notebook. I really want to go back and, like, really oh. work on those jokes. Now. I hate so much <laughs> that I keep reminding you of it. Of my notebook? Yes, yeah. I know. I'm the freaking worst. I, you know what? One day, what if, what if somebody returned it? Because you know how the first page it says, if found, return to? Mm-hmm. I filled it out. So, maybe somebody will What, like, why would somebody... It's just the weirdest thing to me. We're not going to get into it. But that's somebody would jack up... We're getting into it. I know, I know. Okay, so <laughs> what is the time on stage that's most memorable for you? Or that the time that you feel proudest when you're like i fucking killed that show it had to be my 30th birthday because that's your first one that was my first one and i don't think i've ever done as good i highly doubt that well i highly doubt that i i I don't know like that was the highest because not only was it my birthday and all my friends were in the audience um like i was able to they called me back up and i was able to do like another five ten minutes to go back up there. Oh, it was like an encore. Well, they had to cut me off, and I was like, man, it's my birthday. And they are like, we'll <laughs> let you go back. We'll let you go. But, you, like, I had to get down, and they they made me, like, a special pizza because it was a pizza place, and yeah. it was, like, in the shape of a penis. It had, like, balls, <laughs> like, meatballs. It was thoughtful. Yeah, I think it was, like, Steve Espinosa was hosting. or I, I don't remember, but, man, it was it was a great night. So what I mean, what did they say after? They're like, "Yo, you need to come back. You need to do this kind what? of thing." Like, you're after I did that, yeah. after I did that, everybody was still encouraging, like, "Let's come back th- next Thursday," you know. And they have like those frozen margaritas and dollar pizza slices. So it was kind of like a thing, like, "Let's make it a thing." So ever since then, I've been. Um, I do their open mic on Mondays. Exchange has open mic, but that also it's open to musicians and poets and everybody. So okay. Monday. And then on Tuesdays, it's at the House of Rock. They have an open mic, but also open to musicians. So a couple of the comics will go up there and... How long are you given, like, typically in an open mic? Five to ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. Which, I mean, doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're up there, it's got to be... It's forever. Yeah. And then, well, my actual comedy show, um, the comics do, like, they do longer sets. And it's usually, Mm -hmm. you know, three or four comics at a time. So you get, like, a full hour and a half of comedy but um for open mics yeah you're on the spot five minutes and if it's not working out they'll flash you get off the stage yeah. oh my god yeah. i just it's pressure yeah what does it feel like to be up there i mean are you just it feels like constipation <laughs> <laughs> oh or gas yeah 
So it's like you just really need to get something out, but you're not sure how. Interesting. I just know that I have the butt clenched at all times when I'm on stage. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm super nervous, like all the time. I, my, you handle nerves very well. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I, I, it, 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 it's, um, like I feel my neck and everything like tense up, like but it's still aware. fun. It's still fun to be able to make other people laugh and smile. It's just like fulfilling. You can't explain it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why you keep going back because yeah. you just love the reaction from the crowd so much. Yeah. So, I mean, do you make eye contact with people or are you just kind of talking into the void? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if I made eye contact with someone, I would lose my plate. I don't know. I do. Yeah. I Like, um, I try not to make eye contact, but sometimes the audience is engaged, so they'll interact Mm-hmm. And it, you know, you have to, you know, uh, crowd surf. You gotta, yeah. You, so, it, it's a struggle for me. I know, like my other comics that go up there, they do a lot of that and they practice that and they get really comfortable with that. I'm still working on it. I, I feel like I need a lot more practice with making eye contact and oh, then God. and continuing, like remembering what I was gonna say, yes. the punchline and the timing, and yeah, it, it it's a challenge. Yeah. So, what to you makes a good joke? Like, what do you strive for whenever you're, like, crafting a joke? I like to be able to be a good storyteller. So I like to lead it up and then give time for that punchline. So mm-hmm. it just, and the 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 more, like, self-deprecating, like, I'm, I'm I, I, for some reason I humiliate myself, like, the things that I talk about. And so the more awkward it gets, it, it's, the funnier and so I try to set it up and be a good storyteller in the meantime and then be able to to make people laugh absolutely I mean because it's so real you know like you're not trying to put up a facade you know that you're perfect or that you people know. are surprised that I'm nervous and all of that I get I'm on stage surprised. I know I get on stage and that's one of my first jokes like I I'm nervous up here like mm-hmm. I, I really do like ah. <laughs> My butt is clenched. (laughs) (laughs) Look. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, the courage, like, courage. uh, You think, I can't go up there and attempt to tell jokes. You could. Not, uh, maybe one time I'd be like, I got this. And then absolutely do not got this. And then never do it again. I mean, you've just fucking hit it out of the park (laughs) every fucking time. I mean, you mentioned bombing before, but yeah, do, uh, that happens. I remember I got booked for a show. Um, John, shout out John Roman. He he always um, tries to get me into really good gigs and thinks of me when if they ask for like a female comic because there's, there's just not many. Um, <clears throat> and and he was like, this you know a special show. It's for somebody that you know is in the hospital, and you know it's like a terminal illness they're 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 on their deathbed but their family arranged for a comedy show are you kidding yeah where and i don't know if i could say (laughs) but it was like it was a private party i get booked for private parties and so uh yeah i went up there and um my my dad passed away so some of my jokes are about my dad and Mm -hmm. i talk about my dad's death and there was her. There was yeah. But I think whenever you get to that point in your life where you know it's about to end, I think you're cool. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think you're just kind of 
Yeah, we're all, we're all going yeah. to. I didn't feel that way. I felt like I was bombing. But afterwards, everybody was like, I know you're I was up there, I could hear her breathing. I was like, oh my God, what am I? Okay. I can imagine those. It's suddenly it's dawning on you like, oh, this yeah. material might not be totally appropriate. Yeah. But the Well, the other time, stuff wasn't working. Sure. The other stuff wasn't working and everybody was... Because I told that because... Two other, two of my other buddies, um, <laughs> Sean Miller and Max Richards, they they were on this show too, and I told them I said, hey, do I do I talk about my dead dad? And they were like, hey, that this is why this is why you were booked for this show because you're gonna be able to provide them with that kind of humor, mm-hmm. and they encouraged me to be like, go ahead and just you know close with it, and it, you're gonna it's gonna be a hit, and I did all my other stuff and. I, it was a tough crowd, and then I just closed. Well, it sounds to me like it was kind of a somber occasion. Yeah, it was. Anyway, so. yes. and, I, and I opened the show, so yeah. I think I was supposed to warm them up, oh, and Jesus. then they did great. The, yeah. the other two <laughs> you definitely warmed yeah. them up. Yeah. This is an interesting-ass story. When I'm kind of, like, rethinking, like, if I make it to a certain age, like, maybe I should book a comedian to come through and just fucking <laughs> make people make jokes about death. Yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. I think it's really neat that you got to be a part of that. What do you yeah. think about it? After well, yeah, doing it's it? a learning experience. I got off thinking I bombed, but then when I got down, um, my well, the other two guys went up and did their sets, and then when everything was over, the family came over. She, you know, I I was like, it was it was nice. It was comforting to them that they all got to share like a comedy show it was private so yeah. and it was just the family no like her. what a unique experience i've yeah. never heard of this ever yeah private that doesn't shows. mean it's never happened no right. i mean literally like hey so-and-so's on their way out let's have some comedians come through and uh, you know attempt to make them laugh under like the most difficult circumstances yeah. ever i'm impressed as hell <laughs> that's amazing so i want to touch a little bit on something you said because you said that your buddy reached out to you anytime there is a need for a female comic because there aren't many. What's that like when you're in the minority? Well, yeah. Um, well, Aunt Rosa, there's Danielle Torres. She does the... Uh, she was the his wife? That's Rosa. She yeah. plays... Oh, Rose, she's Yeah, like, she plays the, Rose, the Roseanne. Yeah. The I Rosa. thought she was super cute when she was like... She said something like, I don't... What did she say? She's like, I'm not going to wait in line or something, something like, like, this is, I can't remember what it was, but she's like, I actually care about this. Not like my kids or something. Yeah. But it was just the way her delivery was perfect. Yes. Yes. So she, um, she hosts the one at Mesquite Pizza. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I'm like down the street at yeah. Exchange and I host the comedy show. So, and then there's Sarah Simon. She comes from Kingsville mm-hmm. and just like around this area where tr- I'm, I, what I do is I, whenever I go to open mics, I really try to encourage, um, whenever somebody comes up to me, I'm like, you should sign up. You should go if you think, because I'm looking for more girls to come out there and get up there. And I'm surprised there aren't more. Yeah. I feel like it's like people like you paved the way here in the local scene. It's, it's tough because it's, um, it's late at night and Mm -hmm. most, most, most of us girls, excuse me, I have kids or not a supportive partner that's mm-hmm. excuse me do i need to get you water no okay let me know <laughs> but it, I, I i'm guessing because i don't have that problem i don't yeah. have any kids 
I have a supportive boyfriend. So I, I don't, you yes, know, it's you, hard for me. And I, like, most of my girlfriends are hilarious. Oh, my God. We can go back and forth, you know, and, and be laughing the whole time. But, you know, they're just. That's not their right. that's not their thing, you know. Right. But they're fun. They're they're funny in real life, or you yes, know, in you know in regular scenarios, not not on stage. So, do you ever get so because it's uh, comedy is pretty much dominated by men, at least here. Do you ever feel kind of left out, or do they act any kind of way towards you, or are they pretty accepting? Um, the guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're really accepting. They take me under their wing if anything i'm one of the bros mm-hmm. like they don't i mean they look at my tits but they don't really look at me that way <laughs> they don't look at me that way it's i'm one of the programming. bros yeah they'll look at my boobs but they're i'm one of the bros so whenever they're doing something or they have a show and there's a spot they text me they'll call me they'll invite me or even if i can't get a guest spot they'll tell so tell me come check it out Mm -hmm. and the guy that books it you know he's looking to book for the next show and so they'll get me a little you know yeah no that's freaking awesome to hear because you know there's so many times where you hear about in male dominated fields they'll kind of be uh what's the word like condescending you know like oh what are you doing here and yeah i've heard so many times women aren't funny from people yeah which blows well, my fucking uh, mind yeah 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 and i'm sure that the my friends the guy comics i'm sure some of them do think like that mm-hmm. they they haven't expressed that to me not to my face because they know better mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which says a lot about you my friend <laughs> um, yeah yeah uh, I'm pretty intimidating. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you know, they they don't they for the most part they are um they involve me in the projects they're doing. Like I said, like Rosa, mm-hmm. that was you know that's Javi and Andy and Danielle and Jacob. Like, so are you supposed to be Jackie? Yeah, I guess okay, so. Okay, yeah, very good. Very good. <laughs> I didn't make that connection. Okay, but you said I think sister. Just, yeah, this I I yeah. I think she calls me Juanita, so instead of See, I didn't Jackie, even catch that. Yeah. Yo, guys, if y'all are listening, check it out on YouTube. <laughs> it's freaking hysterical. I think it's only like three minutes. I wanted it yeah. to be so much longer, but yeah. it's really, really. I'm ready for, for the next for another episode. I'm ready for you to do it. I want to see the go around. I only saw episode one, but it, it yeah. didn't like lead up to the next episode. So I have to the episode it, they, they're individuals. Yeah. So like the, the next episode doesn't have anything to do with the first one. It's, and you know who's in the other one? Uh, Chingo Bling. Have you ever? Yeah. Yes. Are you serious? Yes, he's hilarious. I have to watch that. Yes, I you absolutely know about Chingo Bling. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, big big deal down here. Yeah. Oh my god. I love him. He's hilarious. Um so yeah, I'm I'm gonna see if we can maybe record another episode or, or do another spin off of another show. That would Actually, be Actually that's an excellent idea. Yeah, so what else do you have in the works? Because it seems to me you have a ton of ideas. Really, my friends are the ones that like I said, they they include me. Um, sometimes they'll do like comedy and coffee over there at Greenlight mm-hmm. and they try, but that, that's more of like improv. Um, so tell me more about improv. I can't, I don't do it. I've never done it. I haven't, my friends encourage me. But I mean, it's me. like off the cuff, right? Yes. Like, like it's literally like, yeah, it's all organic, right? Like there's no pre-planning. I just want to make sure I'm understanding yeah. it correctly. Yeah. You should do it. I should. I bet you'd be good. I mean, cause you're doing it with your your girlfriends or whoever you're joking yeah, with my at the time. Regular, yeah, uh, and we do, but I haven't done it like in in, in that form, like in mm-hmm. front of an audience mm-hmm. or in an actual show. So that 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 may be 2020 goals. Yes, maybe. <laughs> I know 2020 is right around the corner. It is. 
I'm excited for you. So are you going to be doing any... So you're doing the hosting here at the exchange. Yes. Any big shows coming up? Well, that's my monthly show, and then I do the open mics, and then really I just wait... I don't say wait, Laura. I can't say wait, but I, like my friends are usually the ones that kind of get me these gigs. Like I, think that's so I don't cool. have an agent, mm -hmm. and I really don't promote myself that way. I just promote my show, which is the monthly show at the Exchange. Mm -hmm. But other than that, my friends would be like, "Hey, there's something going on over here. Let's see." Like um, Brandon Dolly in Kingsville, he got with the um, the college out there, and he was able to get like a gig on campus. And really, <clears throat> yeah. A few months ago and you know just I try to get my foot in the door anywhere because my friends network and they know other people mm -hmm. and they get dude their... you do have you have agents plural I mean they're looking out for you yeah they do I am I'm, I'm so lucky that this little comedy family that we've made here in Corpus um, in the Corpus area that we all kind of look out for each other like hey this is going on or hey this bar is allowing us to get the stage you know during this hour, let's do an open mic during this hour or whatever. So we all try to like, you know, help each other out and absolutely promote each other. So are yeah. you constantly being inspired to make new material? Like, do you, I don't know, are you like at HEB or something and something happens and you're like, oh my yeah. God, like I need to turn this into a joke. Well, yeah, I am. Since I do have a couple of gigs, I, I, I'm a hairdresser and I work in marketing and I do comedy. So. Yeah, that's amazing. <clears throat> so I, you know, if, if I'm you know, if I have a client in front of me, if I'm doing hair, there's so much material in there. I, I they, People open up to me like Girl. I'm Barbara Walters. Yes. Like they just spill their guts. And so um, I, I have, I write, but then it's just, it's a process to turn it into a joke because I like to more like storytell mm -hmm. and, and get, get it. I, I don't know. I, I try to build my jokes that way. So it's just not like here and then boom and then it no it's just like hey you know I had this person and in my chair and they're talking about this and then yes. all of a sudden left field here it is. <laughs> yeah. but that's what makes you 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 know because yeah. you know people can be like oh I, I try to model off of a certain comedian and everything and that's fine but it's neat that like you're like no this is my approach and and this is who I am and people seem to enjoy it very much so if fans come up to you and be like oh my god I just you're you're set I just I died. What's that like? Uh, when uh, people approach me after the show, really, I'm just barely coming down from my high. Mm -hmm. So I'm I, like, I'm, oh man, like when you approached me the other day, like I'm looking at you, but I, 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 I'm so, my, I don't, I, I can't, everybody says anxiety, but like my, my level, my brain is just so high right now. Like I, I can't even process or yes. like be present in what's going on. It's so crazy. It's like I said, it's like a rush. I can't describe. It's like no other, but, um, I've had a few people come up to me afterwards and just, you know, that little pat on the back. It just, it's so, I, I appreciate anybody that tries to say, Hey, good job. Mm -hmm. Or Hey, it's just those little, those, the little things. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. They, they mean a lot. I mean, there are people out there rooting for you. There are people <laughs> yeah. out there going home and telling your jokes. Sometimes I feel like they feel bad for me. Cause I, like I said, I'm super nervous. So I'm up there. You can hear my voice shake. You, you know, I'm 
stumbling on my words, I stutter, and then I get down, and I'm like, it's over, yes. you know, but, you know, it feels good, and then people are like, no, you did good, it was yeah. funny. Yeah, well, you can, and you keep going back, that's my thing, like, yeah. nerve, nerves aren't stopping you, um, yeah. bomb, bomb, quote-unquote bombing, I'm not entirely convinced that you bombed, but uh, bombing isn't stopping you, I mean, you're gonna do it, you like to tell jokes. Yeah. So what does your family think about, because all of y'all are funny, but you're the only one, like, taking it to the next level. What you do know, they have to say my about my family it? doesn't go to my shows. Really? Yeah. My, I had, I had, okay, so I have a nephew. He's a few years younger than me. He's, like, my little brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and he went to one of my early, early shows. I had just started. It wasn't even a show. It was an open mic. And um, when I got on stage, a fight broke out. Oh, Lord. So he flipping <laughs> tables and shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> tables were flipped, glass was broken, it was a riot. And he got hit in the mouth oh, and no. yeah, he busted his lip and he was like, never again. So Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> like the one time. <laughs> what are the odds? But I mean, like, what does your mom say? You know, is she like, wow? My mom, my mom thinks that my stage name is funny. Mm-hmm. I guess um, everybody else is like, oh, you're doing that. <laughs> but they've never. I'm sure they would. I don't even know. I don't know. Well, no, I, it's one of those things where it's like. I don't think people realize it's a possibility until someone they know and love does it. And then they're like, oh, yeah. oh, oh that's a thing. Like, you yeah. can go do that. that Even, is- like, the car ride over here, I called my mom. Uh, I was like, hey, mom, I just got out of work. And she's like, oh, yeah, mija. And I'm like, I'm just going to go home and change. And I'm going to meet <laughs> Brittany. We're going to do this kind of, like, podcast interview. And she's like... No Sam, like she has no idea what I do, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna go. And we're gonna talk about, you know, like my comedy and and what I'm doing. And she's like, okay, well, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, well, wait, wait a minute, who's interview? Where are you? And I said, oh, she kind of like messaged me online, and she was like, wait a minute, where are you going? Yeah, like, so, wait a minute. Yeah, but as far as like my family going to my shows, they've never gone. Yeah. Wow, I never really thought about it. But you know what's funny? Did you ever watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. Okay, so Khaleesi, her, she was like, oh, my friends, like, never watch the show. Like, her, my friends and family, like, never watch. They just don't. Really? Yeah, they would never watch. I mean, freaking Amelia Clark and her, her friends wouldn't watch. It's just one of those things, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Kind yeah. Of, oh, that's just, like, that's what you do. Like, I Yeah. Don't Even my coworker, like, where, like, my full-time job, they all know I do it. And they all say, like, man... One day I gotta catch a show, and I'm like, okay, come through, come through, yeah, but never. <laughs> well, guess what? I'm going. Yeah, probably next month because that's my birthday month. Cool. Maybe Thanksgiving month. Yeah, thanks. That that's in a couple of weeks. Yep. I'm excited for that. Do you do holiday theme jokes? Yeah, you throw them in there. Yeah, throw them in there. <laughs> yeah. we'll do it. We talk. Yeah, and the the comedians I have for November and December, man. They're hilarious. Yeah. You got to come. You so how come. do you, I really want to come. So how do you <clears throat> choose, I mean, so do, do you, do people audition? Like, how do you find I don't, talent? I don't think, I don't think, um, Excuse me. I feel like open mic is like 
you know, you're practicing and that is auditioning. Mm -hmm. You never know who's in the audience. You never know who's watching. And ever since I started hosting, that's really what I go. I, I, I know all of, like I said, all of our friends, we kind of have each other's sets memorized. Yeah. Like I know what she's going to say. I know, I already know the punchline to that joke, Mm -hmm. but it's all about like, um, delivery and audience engagement and like I go to open mics and I have a list of my comic friends that I wouldn't say I have like in a rotation, but I know that they're always down. If I said, Hey, I need somebody to fill this spot. Can you yeah. do a guest spot or have, do, are you available this day? And so I kind of like give everybody their chance mm-hmm. to be on a show. I only have it once a month and I try to book at least three comics and maybe have a guest spot. So that's so cool. How long is, is there set typically? About 20 minutes. Oh, wow. 20 minutes is very long. So you need yeah. to have like an established routine kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So when I see them in open mic, I'm only seeing five minutes. Mm-hmm. So once I go a few times and I know that they have like a solid, you know, set to do, I'll, we'll, I'll hire them or I'll, we'll set up a date and, and sometimes it goes both ways. Like, Hey, you're going to be on this show. Well, hey, can you come and do my show mm-hmm. over here? So it all works out. Like cross promoting. Yeah. Yeah. We all try to help each other out. I think that's so great that there's so much support in that community. Yeah. Like, y'all all just want to see each other on stage being funny. Yeah. And just freaking getting out there. Yep. So what's a joke that you tell that gets, like, 9 out of 10 audiences? Like, they laugh at it just about every time. Let's see. Usually I open with, um, I signed up for this open mic um, because... I wanted to ask if anybody had an Android charger. My phone's about to die. (laughs) Sometimes I get booed from iPhone users. (laughs) Typical. Are you really an Android user? Yeah. Yeah. They're both Android. My work phone and my personal phone are both Android. No, no, I'm, I have an Android too. That's why I'm like, I've never owned an what? iPad, an iPod, an i anything. Okay, that's actually really hilarious for a couple of reasons. Yeah. One, one of which is uh, the fact that Apple users talk shit. That's actually yeah. really hilarious. So that's my opener. Okay. That's one of my openers. Yeah, I imagine people would be chuckling at that shit yeah. a lot. So that so, one usually gets... When I get up there, because they're like, what is this chick going to say? And I'm like, look, I'm not even funny. I just need a joke. <laughs> anyone? Anyone? Oh, my God. That's pretty good, actually. That's an excellent icebreaker. <laughs> so if somebody wants to contact you to do a private event, how do they go about it? Just hit you up the way I did? Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Tina La Cochina. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and then, of course, I usually find people that want to do something in person when they go to an open mic or Mm -hmm. one of the shows. So that's how you can find me. That is a, would you ever be almost like a consultant for like up and coming comedians? For sure. I've actually, I think I would actually prefer that. I like writing. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, you you uh, also are an instructor because you do the instructing for the Aveda school, right? Or Institute. Yes. So obviously you know how to teach. Yeah. So I like, I, I, I wouldn't say I like to, I love to be on stage and it does feel good to get like the direct laugh, Mm -hmm. but sometimes the stuff I write down doesn't go with my face or my, Mm -hmm. my, like me, Mm -hmm. some stuff I, some stuff I say, I'm like, man, somebody else needs to say this. Right. Interesting. Okay. So you wouldn't even mind being a writer. Yeah. 
How That's what I mean when that? you say like an up coming like I'd rather like motivate someone else than guide yeah, that would that I would I could see myself. Twenty twenty goals. I can do. So let's start now, real quick. So say someone comes through and is like, Hey, I really want to do this. I don't even know where to begin. What what would you say? What what would your tips be? I think first things first is to get in the environment. You have to like surround yourself with with what you want to do or what you want to be. If you find, I, I'm attracted to people that are doing things that I want to do mm-hmm. or what I want to, you know, be like. <clears throat> so if you want to be in that industry, I, I feel like somebody just starting out needs to hit up all the open mics. And even if you're bombing, just keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. And then of course, writing sessions with other comics. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much, it's just practice. And getting comfortable, and even I'm still not comfortable, but getting out of your comfort zone and doing mm-hmm. it, and just trying and practicing and coming up with new new stuff that doesn't work, or if it works, and try it here, try it there. Yeah, I try to get on uh, different stages because um, different people um, introduce me on stage differently, and I want to be able to go up there and still, you yes. Know, and uh, audiences are different. You know, I, I did a show like in Aranzas Pass and, and Flower Bluff and other places. And it, you have to adjust, you know. So being able to, to go out there, you have to practice. I loved Mesquite. And I was like uh, so used to that stage. And then they were like, hey, there's an open mic over here. And I'm like, oh, I've never been to that mic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What are the people like? And they're like, it's a coffee shop. And I'm like, that's different. Yes, but then is. I go and it's a different vibe. And... My other jokes work that didn't work at the pizza place. So it just, you have yeah, to Yeah, so that, that's something that I think I've noticed is that you're like, just because something doesn't work somewhere doesn't mean it won't work somewhere yeah. else. So to like kind of keep it in your back pocket kind of right. thing. Right, and being able to recognize when an opportunity to pull that card out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I, you have no idea how much I admire someone like you. Oh, That thanks. can go up, you know, you're literally just being incredibly vulnerable in front of absolute strangers for the most part and uh having the ability to kind of mold the act to make them laugh and everything is just one of those skills you can't you can't necessarily teach i mean you can teach like the basics of it and the mechanics of it but there's something special about someone who's like genuinely good at it like you and uh, I just think you're fucking awesome. Oh, thanks. Like, seriously. I'm just But like, you can't say that without coming to a show. Well, I've seen some of your stuff online is what I'm trying okay. to say. Okay. But you're right. And I'm going. That's 2019 goals. I will be there. 2019? Yes. Uh, no, I have two months to do it. Yeah. And I'm going to. Um, but I just want to thank you so much for being here and bringing me wine and a koozie and a sticker and talking to me and taking a shot with me even though you don't usually drink and just telling me you're amazing story and i just can't wait to see what you do in 2020 so thanks thanks for inviting me thank you for having me i love um that you i'm on your 70 no your 72nd yeah episode so Mm -hmm. congratulations to you thank you i I was able to tune into a few of them and i was like man this is like i just creeping on you was all I feel was, free yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like okay this is so. legit right and not just some like weird girl br- inviting me to her house no, I, I was down for the I weird girl that. I am I'm... also that <laughs> <laughs> but seriously yes. I'm just freaking thrilled for you and everything you're doing so keep up the good work 